Well, hello and welcome to day 16 of our daily Advent readings and our last Advent reading. That's right, if you were watching these in order, today would be Christmas Eve, and so we say Merry Christmas to you. Glad you tuned in, hope you enjoyed them. But today is our last one as we dive into this last reflection around Advent. And today, our last day, we center around this word, attention. And we read out of Matthew 2, where it says, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose, and we have come to worship him. You see, nothing can truly be known through observation, only through participation. The truth is perhaps best depicted in the film Goodwill Hunting. There's a scene where Will, boy genius with lots of relational trauma issues, played by actor Matt Damon, meets his court-designated therapist, Sean, played by Robin Williams. The day before in Sean's office, Will, trying to escape the uncomfortableness of being asked vulnerable questions, pokes at Sean's character by critiquing a painting that he did and it hangs on his wall in his office, saying that it's garbage, just like his career as a small-time community college psych professor and his recently ended marriage because of his wife's cancer. This gets under Sean's skin and the meeting ends abruptly. On the park bench the next day, Sean tells Will that he stayed up all night thinking about what Will had said about the painting, but he sleeps like a baby when he realized that Will is just a kid who has never left Boston. He knew Will could tell him all about Michelangelo's books that he read, but he couldn't tell Sean what it smells like in the Sistine Chapel or what it feels like to look up a look up at that beautiful piece in Italy. Will could tell Sean all about marriage and probably recite some beautiful poetry about it, but he could never tell Sean what it was like to wake up next to the person day after day for years and know that you are truly loved. There's a difference between reading books about life and the actual risk and reward of living a life of travel, valor, love, and service. There's a deep knowing that can only be attained through participation. The Bible tells us very little about the Magi. They are described as mysterious visitors from the East who have come to Jerusalem looking for a child whose star they observed at its rising. They have an awkward run-in with King Herod who knows nothing about this newborn king but is secretly plotting this baby's destruction. They follow the stars to Bethlehem where upon seeing baby Jesus they kneel down and worship him presenting him with their three famous gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. They return home never to be heard again, and their identity has remained a mystery to this day. And Christians have been trying to figure out who they were for a very long time, as early as 200 AD. The running theory is that these magi, more than three, were sort of like an upper-class, wealthy, star-watching celebrity priesthood, most likely based in Persia, which is modern-day Iran. The Magi would have been familiar with the prophecies of a coming God as man's savior from the captivity of Israelite slaves several hundred years earlier in Babylon. So when they saw the unusual star in the west, maybe a supernova, a conjunction of planets, or just as good old-fashioned supernatural manifestation, they made the long journey to find the king. Their identity will most likely always be shrouded in mystery, but at least we get one catchy song out of it, and two, 
a fantastic model of what it means to pay attention. They were paying attention to what was around them. Yes, the world, the sky, the stars. But they were also paying attention to how those exterior patterns were pointing to interior patterns inside of their heart and soul. It may not be necessary to figure out the origins of the Magi, because the truth of their journeys is that what is truly transformational for us, that God places patterns inside of us that will be revealed in the patterns of the exterior world. What was the deep desire of the Magi to go on the world trip? I'm not saying the journey wasn't enjoyable, but remember, they didn't exactly have AC and cruise control, just a huge desert and camel humps. The deep desire of the Magi was to connect with the creator of the world, and they trusted the creator to reveal the interior journey of the soul in an exterior world around them. They wanted to know God, and they were willing to move from observation to participation in the pursuit of knowing. There was no promise that in traveling hundreds of miles in unknown territory that they were going to find their way into this prophesied incarnation. But because of their deep desire to know God, they were willing to trust the signs in the sky and to go and see. Is it too fantastical to think that the giver of your spirit, who is also the giver of this material world, will use both of those given realities to lead you into deeper knowing and understanding? Are we not pointed to birds and flowers as signposts of God's love? Are we not pointed to feeding the hungry and giving water to the thirsty as interactions with the King of Kings himself? Have you not witnessed something in the material world that made your soul whisper, I think something's trying to get my attention, or rather someone. I remember early in my art career sensing the invitation to go full-time. I had the traditional artist part-time job as a waiter at a nearby restaurant, but I reached the point in my career where I was turning down art jobs because I couldn't get my shifts covered. I talked with other professional creatives and prayed for a time that I would know that the moment was right to put in my two weeks notice at the restaurant. I remember driving to work that day and it seemed like all of creation was affirming the decision. Tom Petty's Time to Move On played on the radio. Billboards for airlines and new condo construction screened the messages such as ready for a change and take the leap. Even the migrating geese overhead proclaimed that this was a season of change and I was making the right decision. It was a leap of faith. I didn't know how it was going to turn out, but I could hear the divine inviting me into this full-time identity and I wanted to see if it was true. I mean, others could do it. Why not me? I moved from observation to participation. We may not be asked to travel hundreds of miles to experience the presence of a newborn king, but the stars leading you to a deeper knowledge of God may be just as mysterious now as they were back then. The wonder in the God with us, Emmanuel, is found in paying attention to the exterior patterns that illuminate the patterns within you. And if you are watching, you will see them. Then you too will be asked to move from observation to participation in the ancient journey of knowing this Emmanuel. So, may you keep paying attention to what the outside illuminates inside.
Well, that is all of our Advent readings. I hope they blessed you as they did me reading through these. Again, these came out of a book called Honest Advent by Scott Erickson. If you enjoy the way he writes, he has plenty of other devotionals. But I enjoyed this time with you guys. God bless you. Have a Merry Christmas. Enjoy the time with your family and the holidays. Sometime after the new year, we will update some new stuff on our house churches. But for now, we rest and break with our family as you do yours. See ya.